Well, hello there all in LawPod land. Welcome to episode 11 brought to you by Bryden's Lawyers. I am the principal of Bryden's Lawyers, Lee Hedge Pantelis. Now, the last few weeks we have concentrated on areas of law, which I thought might be of great interest to many of our listeners. And we do interpose those law pods with special guests on occasion. And today I am very, very pleased to introduce to you one of those special guests. It is a young lady who has been associated with the firm through her connection with the West Tigers now for some time, and that is Laura Smith. Laura, welcome. Thank you for having me, Lee. Oh, it is my pleasure, let me assure you. Now, you've been with West Tigers for how long? Part two. Yes, so I started off with the West Tigers back in 2015 in the commercial team. Since then, John Scandalis drove me crazy and drove me out. And And many of us as well, yes. Yes, and drove me so far over to the Northern Beaches, where I worked at the Manly Seagull for about a year. I since then found the light and came back in a different role. So my role now with the West Tigers is the West Tigers Foundation Manager. So I oversee the West Tigers Foundation and the West Tigers Community Department. Oh, perfect. But you didn't start at the West Tigers, did you? I think was your first job in the NRL with Canberra Raiders? Yeah, so I started off with the Canberra Raiders while I was at uni. So I worked at uni full-time, the Raiders full-time for about three years. I was in a started off on reception actually for about six weeks and moved into a game day and events coordinator role where I worked there for about three years. Now, I have no doubt that you are absolutely committed to the West Tigers and a huge West Tigers fan. I am. But I'm assuming there's still a soft spot there for the Raiders. There is. And I think my family have supported the club for forever. So the first jersey that I ever put on was a Canberra Milk jersey. So that was pretty special, the grand final this year, to be able to be there and wear an old school jersey and get to experience that with my family. We obviously didn't get the result that we wanted, but it was still a fantastic experience. No, I think many of us would have liked to have seen a Raiders victory in the grand final. It's an interesting point, though, that we raise now where you have an affiliation, say, or a following of a particular club, but you work for another NRL club, because we often see that, and we deal with a lot of NRL clubs, of course, and many of the commercial managers that we deal with actually follow another team, the team that they grew up following. I'm just wondering how that dynamic works if you're actually working for a club, but you don't necessarily follow it. Does that? Do you think that impacts on your ability to do the job? If the Canberra Raiders and West Tigers played each other, I would support the West Tigers. So I think that once you start working for a club and you get to meet the coach and the players and sort of be part of the whole culture and get to you know and buy into everything that the coach is trying to do I think it's really hard not to follow them so I would say that I'm a West Tigers supporter now I still have a very very soft spot for the Canberra Raiders and I always will but I would say I think once you start working for a club it's really hard to not want them to you know achieve success. No I agree. Today we're going to speak to you primarily about the foundation which you're overseeing at the West Tigers and this is a phenomenal sort of initiative and it was launched with great fanfare some time ago and they announced the new foundation or Foundation 13 as it's called. Just take us through, I mean, the foundation itself, how was it established and for what purpose? So the foundation is a philanthropic arm of the West Tigers. So we launched back in February 2018, so about two years ago. And we launched in partnership with the Australian Sports Foundation, which allows for a tax deductible donation to be made towards key projects within the foundation. So my role is responsible for bringing in donors through to the foundation, along with Pat Richards, who is our foundation ambassador, and just fundraising for the foundation in general. But what it sort of seeks to accomplish is success on and off the field, but it focuses on some really specific projects within sort of three key areas of our business. So these key areas are elite development, community engagement, and then the history of our club as well. So in terms of projects, some examples of some of the things that we've sort of funded previously, things like a wrestling coach that we've been able to employ to work on the team's sort of defensive techniques. We've been able to bring in a full-time dietitian. We've been able to completely transform our rehab program. There was a lot of equipment that was helped 
held off-site, where we've now been able to, you know, pay for that equipment to come and host that on-site that will eventually take over to our Centre of Excellence. We've been able to employ a full-time community engagement coordinator, another one, and this person specifically focuses on wellbeing programs within that southwest sort of area. And in, in terms of the heritage side of things, certain projects like enabling our club to sort of offer all of our former players a complimentary full season membership and things like old boys days and inviting them back to events and just making them feel like they're a West Tiger for life, I guess. Oh, look, that's a phenomenal initiative. And I know that these foundations are very popular in the AFL, I understand. Yes. So the AFL are doing it phenomenally. I don't think that the NRL is there yet. I think that we're still trying to educate our supporters about the foundation. And I think the biggest thing to sort of push is that it's completely tax deductible. So for a lot of our donors, they're getting almost half of that back through tax. AFL are bringing in millions and millions of dollars and they've got a number of coterie groups and a number of donors that support their foundations. All right. And there are different levels of investment, of course. Now there's the foundation 13. Now I'm assuming the 13 references the 13 members of a rugby league team. Of those 13, how many have been sold 12 so oh, we've got one more just left. one left yeah so you are lucky enough to be our first so that's our sort of top tier coterie group which is our foundation 13 it's an exclusive group of just 13 people who have each pledged an amount of money over the course of a number of years and in return for that you receive a lifetime of acknowledgement and recognition so that's the special part of it i think that once you've made that initial investment and you've purchased the foundation membership it's yours for life and yep. in fact then you can pass it on yeah it's something that remains in the family in perpetuity yeah. The only and difficulty I suppose I might have is I've got three daughters. It's like the new centre of excellence, your name will be listed all over our walls. And I think that's something really special that you can have forever. Well, look, if anyone is listening out there and is a fan of the West Tigers and you want to commit to the West Tigers in a particularly and a very special way, then I would be very keen on having a look at the 13th available membership of the Foundation 13 before it goes. And now apart from that level of investment, of course, there are other levels of investment. Yes. What would they be? Yes, so we have smaller donor groups as well. So our West Tigers Heroes package is only a $2,000 donation to the foundation. And we've got about 80 of those already sold with about 20 left to go. So that's basically a one-off $2,000 donation, which also gives you some recognition and some benefits for life as well. So that's pretty special. And then there's a second tier group that we're kind of just forming at the moment called Heritage Club. The benefits there are sort of themed around the history of our club and our former players and ensuring that, yeah, those boys feel recognised for life too. Oh, look, an exceptional initiative and you should be congratulated for it. Now, Brian's Lawyers has been associated, of course, with the West Tigers for some years now and we are the major sponsor, but we're also involved with the West Tigers Academy. Now, I think many people may not be aware of that and that's promoting the game pretty much at the grassroots level. Yes. Tell us about the Academy. Yeah, so the Academy has been around for about 10 years now. So it's the club's primary junior development squad and the whole aim of that is just to grow and nurture our outstanding junior talent. So that sits across our Group 6 region, our MacArthur region and our Balmain region as well. So the way it works is it's a six-week program where a group of kids between the ages of 15 and 18 get to basically come in and they train for three days a week over those six weeks. And then from there, there's about 25 kids that then get picked to attend an elite football camp that has a lot of our recruitment managers and our scouts involved as well. So the support that we've received from Brydens has been integral to the academy's existence and we're so thankful for that. It's something that we are incredibly proud to be a part of. 
let me assure you, because it's not just a matter of sponsoring the NRL and the glamour teams, but it's also giving back to the community in which you operate. And that's primarily for us, this southwestern Sydney footprint. And it just simply coincides with what the Tigers are trying to do and what Brydon's lawyers have been doing for over 40 years. Yeah, that southwest area is just growing rapidly at the moment. So it's important that we remain focused, focused because there. Um, there are others who are looking at it very closely. There are. Yeah, so they can stay in their own backyards. We'll, we need to let them know. Yep. Now, we're recording this podcast, of course, on the 1st of November. So today is the first day of the 2020 season. Yes. Because the season starts, of course, 1 November through to 31 October yes. the following year. Yep. Now, all of the transfers will start with the players and the like, but it's also membership time and membership drive time. And you see a lot on social media how clubs are promoting how many memberships they've actually sold already for 2020. Yes. How are we going? We're doing okay. So I think last year we ended up with over 20,000 memberships. So our team at the moment is just going through an opt-out phase where people can either opt out or continue to remain in. So there's a rollover period at the moment. So, and I think with the draw coming out only a week ago or a couple of days ago, that sort of helped. So our team are very busy on the phones at the moment, trying to ring our members and, and get renewals happening. I think the draw, we were really happy with how the draw turned out. We obviously had that Easter Monday clash against Parramatta, which is a huge one for us. And that's our home game this year, isn't that's it? That's our home game. Yep. 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 At the moment it's held at Bankwest Stadium. So we just need to ensure that we've got, you know, enough West Tigers fans there there to make it our home game and, and make it our jungle there. <laughs> but in terms of some of the other games, yeah, Sunday Arvo against the Rabbitohs at Leichhardt Oval will be a huge one for us. And obviously that last game at Leichhardt, potentially farewelling Benji will be another really big one. So oh, I agree. I think... Look, round 25 had to be at Leichhardt for obvious reasons. Definitely. Friday evening at 6pm, somewhat of an odd time though. It, it is, but I think given the celebration in terms of Benji's involvement at the club, I just, I still think that we'll sell out. It could be Thursday night at midnight and it would still be a sellout for Benji. There's no doubt yeah. about that. And I think that's a really important part about being a member. So, you know, becoming a member is obviously, or being a member is the cheapest way to attend games. And you also then get that guaranteed access to all of our home games. So I think those three games that I just mentioned, I think will sell out. So being a member just entitles you to, yeah, not have to worry about purchasing your ticket. No, I agree. I can't endorse that anymore than what you've already said, because it seems to me somewhat odd that many, many people regard themselves as Tiger supporters. And in fact, I think one of the survey results I saw was there's something in the order of 800,000 people who identify themselves as Tiger supporters yet there's only 20,000 members yeah if you're a supporter of the club you need to support the club yeah and we have one of the largest fan bases in New South Wales the AFL do it really well if you are a supporter of a club at the AFL then you become a member whereas I think we probably just need to try and educate our fans a little bit more about that and that's also found in the TV results because the Tigers on television whether it be Channel 9 free to air or whether it be on Fox yep. uh, rates its head off every yep. time which is why we always seem to get a number of Channel 9 games and mm. we got a fair few this year which was good too so that's good for our sponsors and, and the exposure for them. Oh, absolutely. All right. Now, apart from the foundation and the like, you're also involved in community programs. Yes. That occupies a lot of your time. It does. It does. So we have 30 odd community programs that we deliver across our catchment area and our programs are spread across five sort of key focus areas. So they are wellbeing, education, grassroots, Indigenous engagement, and then inclusion as well. The inclusion space has been sort of our main focus at the moment. Our Varying Ability Schools program has sort of been designed to encourage people living with a disability to really engage in rugby league and get active but it also focuses on you know celebrating differences and promoting inclusiveness within our community so that's been a huge one and, and since then the club supported a number of pathways for people with disability wanting to get involved in rugby league so we launched a wheelchair rugby league team we have a physical disability rugby league team and we've most recently partnered with the disability trust to integrate people living with a disability into the local league competition so there's plenty that we're doing in that space and we're so proud you know as a team to really sort of lead the way as an NRL club in that inclusion space. All right, and we also have an ambassador for the Men of League? Yes, we do. 
So Luke Brooks is our ambassador. So he only joined up last year. He comes along to all of our events. He does a lot of work with Men of League and I know that the team over there are really proud to have him on board. So Jess from the Men of League actually came out and spoke to all of our playing group last year and there was a talk. Basically the whole team put their hand up to come on board and be members of the Men of League. So I think we'll be the first club to have our entire playing group purchase memberships, which is awesome. That's good to hear. Laura, there's an old saying, there's always room for dessert. So you're never full. Does that apply to corporate sponsorship? Does it ever reach a point where the NRL club itself is full so far as corporate sponsorship or is there always ability to take on more corporate sponsors? There's always the ability to take on more, I think, given what a lot of NRL clubs are offering at the moment. So in terms of jersey assets and that kind of stuff, I think we've reached our maximum. We don't want to look like a, you know, a car racing. Every single NRL club and AFL clubs are all coming up with new initiatives. So we've got a number of community partnerships that are available at the moment. So any companies that are wanting to align their brand with our community programs and our coaches partner is actually available at the moment too. So Michael Maguire is a very respected man within the NRL and sporting industry and there's an opportunity to align your brand with him as well, which has been great. And on top of sponsorship, there's also opportunities just to join the club in terms of networking. So we've just launched a new West Tigers Connect, which is basically a business networking package. And it's purely been designed for sort of B2B networking opportunities, which as you know, is so important in terms of getting that return on investment for your company. So. All right. Well, with respect to sponsor of the coach, I would strongly recommend that to any businesses who are listening, because I assume that sponsorship of my Michael would also involve an opportunity for Michael to go out and speak to that business? Definitely. Well, that that would be worth the price of sponsorship alone. I have heard Michael speak on a number of occasions. He is inspirational in the extreme. If there's anyone that you want to come along to actually motivate your staff, you should get Michael McGuire along to do that. Yeah, he's fantastic. And he obviously comes to lunch with a lot of our Foundation 13s and speaks to those guys. But he also spoke at our staff overnight strategy camp. And after that, I just felt like I wanted to run out onto a field and tackle some players. And I felt very inspired so yeah that's great. A, that's that's something we don't need to see laura thank you thank you very much for that visual all right well look thank you very much for coming in today thank you for having me it's hopefully awesome. yeah hopefully we've given a better insight to a lot of our listeners about the relationship between us and the tigers at the corporate level Definitely. we will be speaking to others from the tigers in the future thank you all for listening again to law pod episode 11 brought to you by bryden's lawyers now if there's anything in particular that you would like to hear please email us directly at lawpod at brydens.com.au and do not forget to follow us on all our social media platforms whether that be facebook twitter and instagram now i look forward to speaking with you again next week and it's bye for me